This is Testicular Fortitude on the Manlyhood Mancast. Are you ready to live life to the full? Are you ready to rise up and live a life of honor? Are you ready to boldly step into a life of courage? This is the Manlyhood Mancast, and here's your host, Josh Atcher. circumcise a gnat but your walmart knife from 13 years ago just isn't cutting it pun intended well haynes knives is here to fix that travis haynes is a bladesmith that offers custom handcrafted knives anything from personal everyday carries to kitchen knives find your new favorite knife at haynesknives.com slash mancast or follow travis over on social media at bird forge and let him know we sent you that's h-a-i-n-e-s knives.com slash mancast and again, over at Bird Forge on social media. Gentlemen, welcome to the Manlyhood Mancast. And this is Testicular Fortitude, where we're going to take a look at a man from history who has balls. Sometimes those men might be on our side of history or they might be on the other side of history. Either way, whether they're a hero or a villain or something in between, we're recognizing those men who stepped up with courage and with tenacity and ferocity to do what they believed in, whether we believe in it or not. So today's salute to testicular fortitude is Geronimo. Before we get into that, men, we know that if you want to hit a goal in your life, that you need to be able to break that goal down into manageable steps and you need to have a system, a plan to make it come together. And you've also got to have accountability to help hold you to the steps in that goal. And you're going to need a band of brothers around you to help you do that. That is what the Arrows and Iron Brotherhood is all about. So I want you to go to manlyhood.com slash brotherhood because this is where you're going to become a better husband, a better father, a better leader, a better you. I want to see you be the best man you can be. And this is where it's going to happen. Manlyhood.com slash brotherhood. Again, today's testicular fortitude is about Geronimo. In World War II, paratroopers would yell, Geronimo, as they jumped out airplanes into battle. And if you're like me and you grew up on Looney Tunes, I heard the shouting of that name many times over the years and associated it with bravery and courage. But who was Geronimo? By all accounts in his day, he would have been seen as an outlaw, a rogue Apache on the run from the U.S. government. But his story is one of a man with an unquenchable fire to fight for freedom for his people. He was born in 1829 in what would become eventually Arizona. His actual name, Goyahalka, means one who yawns. He lived among the Chiricahua tribe of Apaches, and as he came of age, his people were at war with the Mexicans in the south and the U.S. government in the north. 
as well as a constant war with the Comanche and Navajo tribes. In 1851, a group of Mexican soldiers, led by Colonel Jose Maria Carrasco, attacked his family camp while he was away and killed his wife, his mother, and his three children. As was custom, he burned his family's belongings and headed into the forest to grieve. Goyahalka said he heard a voice in the wilderness that told him, No bullet will ever hurt you. I will guide your arrows. Imbued with courage from this prophecy, he declared his own war, and he stalked and killed the soldiers that murdered his family. Historians aren't quite sure where the name Geronimo appeared. It could be a mispronouncing of his name, or it could be associated with the sound of Mexican soldiers crying out to St. Jerome as they were being killed by the vengeful warrior. But somehow the name Geronimo stuck in the cultural consciousness. Eventually, Mexico lost its war with the U.S. and lost claims to Arizona as well. The U.S. westward expansion meant that the land inhabited by the natives is now considered property of the United States. Tension and skirmishes arise as the U.S. attempts to relocate the Apaches. In 1872, the Chiricahua were given a reservation which included some of their original lands, but they were later relocated again to live with other Apaches in the San Carlos Reservation in Arizona. Geronimo broke out of that reservation three separate times, and he would evade capture for long periods of time. He believed bullets couldn't hit him. He wasn't afraid of the soldiers or the bounty hunters or anyone else who tried to force him to leave his homelands and live on the reservation. His story got picked up by the sensational newspapers of the day, soaked in their yellow journalism, and he became an anti-hero, a symbol of courage as he bucked the system. Certainly some considered him a villain, but they couldn't deny his courage and perseverance. In 1885, a 55-year-old Geronimo escaped the reservation again with 135 Apache followers, raiding Mexican and American settlements and killing civilians for almost a year. He was forced to surrender to the U.S. Army, but yet again, Geronimo and several of his men escaped, drawing the ire and causing the embarrassment of the U.S. government. The U.S. Army sent 5,000 troops along with 3,000 Mexican troops to capture Geronimo and his men. Their knowledge of the hill country allowed them to evade capture for five months. In 1886, Geronimo turned himself in at Skeleton Canyon. He was eventually imprisoned at Fort Sill at the Comanche and Kiowa Reservation in what is now Oklahoma. He spent the last 14 years of his life at Fort Sill with occasional government-approved trips to attend Wild West shows, where he was shown off. His reputation as an unbeatable rebel, now compliant, made him quite a draw for the crowds. Geronimo was even invited to attend the inauguration of Teddy Roosevelt. Geronimo, along with several other chiefs, were paraded in full headgear and war paint in attempts to show they had buried the hatchet forever. The New York Tribune tells the story of Geronimo's meeting with Roosevelt. Take the ropes from our hands, Geronimo asked the president, with tears running down his bullet-scarred cheeks. Roosevelt told Geronimo that the Indian had a bad heart. You killed many of my people. You burned villages and were not good Indians. Roosevelt told him that he would have to wait and see how well the Indians would behave on the reservation. The meeting was quickly adjourned and Geronimo was shuffled back to the reservation in Oklahoma where he eventually died in 1909. Geronimo's fight for freedom ended in captivity and disappointment. 
Despite converting to Christianity in an attempt to show Roosevelt that he could be a good Indian, he was still denied the only request that he ever longed for. His story resonated for generations. A rebel, refusing to capitulate, surviving against all odds with a heart that beat for his homeland and his people. And that is why Geronimo had testicular fortitude. Have you ever needed to circumcise a gnat, but your Walmart knife from 13 years ago just isn't cutting it? Pun intended. Well, Haynes Knives is here to fix that. Travis Haynes is a bladesmith that offers custom handcrafted knives, anything from personal everyday carries to kitchen knives. Find your new favorite knife at HanesKnives.com slash mancast or follow Travis over on social media at Bird Forge and let him know we sent you. That's H-A-I-N-E-S knives.com slash mancast. And again, over at Bird Forge on social media. If you want to be a better man, check out our website, manlyhood.com, for blogs, videos, and more from our Manlyhood team. And you can also join our private Facebook group, Manlyhood Man Cave, where you can meet up with a band of brothers who will challenge you and help you on your journey of manhood. This episode is produced by Hatcher Media for manlyhood.com. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you're listening to the show. Tune in again for more of the Manlyhood Mancast. 